Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. Uh, we are the podcast about bad books, bad movies, bad television, uh, or sometimes mediocre versions of one of those media. Um, <laughs> we have just finished watching The Lightning Thief, a movie loosely based on the book of the same name, which is loosely based on the advice found in the book Writing Best-Selling Young Adult Fiction for Dummies. <laughs> we uh, normally have an ad here for Audible because that helps support us. There's no reason we're not reading a book or anything today. You have to go pay for this and watch this in theaters. But hypothetically, if you wanted to support us and you've been meaning to do this but haven't yet, go to audiblepodcast.com slash weep and sign up for a free trial. You get a free audiobook, and we appreciate it. So I have a, I have a plug for, for a real book. Sure, great, go. If you want something that doesn't suck, check out uh, Haruki Murakami's Kafka on the Shore. That's a real book. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, we mention Audible because it's helpful to us. So please, if you've been thinking about doing that but haven't yet, this would be a great time. So uh, joining us today, we have a very special panel. You're going to really enjoy this. Uh, so first, first up, uh, welcome. He's he just likes being underwater. It's where he goes when he to consider all of the underage girls who are going to have sex with him because of his floppy hair. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ezra. Hey, I uh, I'm looking for pearls down here. Also, it might be David Blaine. <laughs> Uh, also joining us today, he's uh, he's your protector, and he's never caught without protection, if you know what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Chris. Hey, check out my choreographed dance moves. That <laughs> means 20 people can impress you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, uh, a newbie on the program, uh, with his giant blue eyes and buxom lips, you know he's here for that always hot sword fight as foreplay scene. Please welcome Tim to the program. I will not save anyone throughout this entire film. <laughs> well, you'll you'll save me from virginity, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and of course, uh, I'm your host. You know, I'm a god because even though I could totally blend in with people, I still like to scare the shit out of fishermen first. My name is Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. I've got a tattoo of a trident. Can I have a tattoo? Am I allowed to have a tattoo? Is that even possible? Well, you killed your dad, so I think it'll be okay. I think you'll like get away with it. Yeah, shit, I can get away with anything. <laughs> Let's get started with the uh, with the Lightning Thief, the movie, with the compliment sandwich. So, Tim, as our guest, you have the right to either go first or last in the opening compliment. Which would you like to do? I'll go last. Chris, I believe that makes it your turn to start. Then. Yeah. So my major compliment, or my my. <laughs> I like organizing them into major and minor compliments. Yeah, my my Ursa major compliment. <laughs> That's my big grizzly bear. Is uh, <laughs> is that Grover uh, is in the movie version blacker and less Jewish than in the book? Uh, <laughs> that, that makes sense that they'd make him sassy black guy in the movie and not in the book because in the book, if you read everything that guy said, it could be really offensive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. That was like the worst character ever. <laughs> he is like, fucking forceful in this in this movie. It's just like a 19-year-old Chris Tucker who's trying really, really hard. <laughs> no, 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 no. My compliment is not that he's black instead of Jewish. My compliment is the guy who plays him was in Tropic Thunder and is hilarious. Uh, he oh, was good yeah. Tropic Thunder. He wasn't, good, he wasn't Tropic Thunder. I mean, I thought he was going to drink some like booty sweat. 
and then like <laughs> you know and then fight a hydra and like i don't know i thought for me at least he was by far the most entertaining part of that movie in a racially insensitive way i didn't think he was racially insensitive i thought that he pulled off some pretty cliched sidekick lines with aplomb <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i mean like you could really play a pretty easy drinking game with with just like um black sidekick catchphrases he was like oh yeah. man that's whack <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> shit damn. i'm not saying his performance was racist i'm just saying that like if you read that in a book written by a white guy <laughs> cause a whole lot <laughs> ezra it's your turn to be second my compliment is to uh i guess to special effects crew for minimizing costs at one point um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so at one point um hades appears from the campfire and uh, he throws fireballs everywhere one of the places where he throws a fireball is into another fire <laughs> Gee, I wonder how that fire got there. <laughs> the important takeaway lesson from listening to this podcast a lot is that any insult can be rephrased as a compliment. It's <laughs> really my takeaway. <laughs> Excellent work, Ez. Uh, my major compliment today is actually I'm going to compliment myself, and here's how. When he's fighting the Hydra and he realizes that he's every time he cuts off a head, two more grow back. I had a very clever idea for how I would have defeated the Hydra in that moment, which is I would have cut off his feet because one of two things happens. Either they don't grow back and he falls over and can't chase me, or they grow back and he's really stumbly and awkward because he's got like 16 feet now. (laughs) Yeah, I totally had the feet thing too. I was like, oh man, you could just go after the feet. This is a co-compliment for me and Chris, although I didn't know it was for Chris too. What if you cut off the stomach and then gets really hungry? <laughs> he grows, yeah, he, he grows multiple stomachs and then he has yeah. to. Ruminate. And he's like, oh. <laughs> he has to regurgitate and re re chew on everything that he has to eat. Yeah, it comes a cow hydra. Yeah. <laughs> hydra milk. It's just content to chew. Yeah. <laughs> just... like, I don't need to eat a new hero. I gotta keep digesting that hero for six <laughs> yeah, weeks ago. Go right to my sixteen thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was too good. I didn't laugh as much as it deserved right away. (laughs) Man, during that part, I was not thinking how they could win when he said, I just cut off all that thing's heads. I'm awesome. And everyone was like, no, you made it worse. It'll grow two more heads for every head you cut off. I wasn't, like, thinking funny. I was just like, oh, you're fucked. This this thing's unstoppable. (laughs) What else is out there that you cut off its head and it just grows another one? I mean, how do you fight that? Tim, in in your version of the movie, you... Your protagonists give up halfway through. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it. I'm never going to win this one. <laughs> I'm done. Eat me now. <laughs> Touche, awesome. gods. You've created a very effective monster. <laughs> Since you were so into the movie, Tim, perhaps it won't be hard for you to come up with your major compliment. I don't know if this is a major compliment, but it was the first one I wrote down. Perfect. Was Good Rosario enough. Dawson's breasts in it? <laughs> just, just those? Yeah. Those. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, okay, so compliments out of the way. The next thing we have to do is summarize this movie. Since we've already summarized the book pretty efficiently, we've gone to the audience and they're going to help us summarize. So George sent us Harry Potter and the Chamber of Thinly Veiled Greek Homoeroticism. <laughs> and the Chamber of Thinly Veiled Greek. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I I like sometimes when people don't actually, like, haven't seen it but feel like weighing in anyway. Um 
So we got from Jacqueline. Haven't seen it, but it sounds like Benjamin Franklin on crack. <laughs> I'm not sure it sounds like that, uh, but A for effort. I mean, I can picture Benjamin Franklin on crack. I imagine he... Oh, no, because the lightning, right? <laughs> oh, right. That was the lightning thing. You're right. Okay, yeah. touche. Touche, Jacqueline. 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 Touche, Jacqueline. Always funny with summaries. Uh, Andrea sent us, has anyone seen my lightning? I think it was stolen. <laughs> That's also good because she doesn't have to have seen the movie for that. That She didn't confess that she hadn't, but really that could have been a 10-word review of the title. <laughs> Most of these are. <laughs> All right, well, as, as, uh, why don't you read a couple? All right. Alice said, Percy Potter and the... No, Harry Jackson, fuck it, lightning. <laughs> uh, if I, it's it's hard to have good comic timing in a Facebook comment. Alice found that. Yeah. Well, it probably has great hair. <laughs> it might just have great hair. It, the picture is so small. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, th- all of those ten word summaries came in through our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash/readitandweep. Be there before and after every movie we watch because we'll be looking for ten word summaries. Thanks, everybody. Hey, thanks, guys. Excellent. Uh, that's the plot of the movie. So, uh, so, so let's get started. Let's talk. Let's talk about this. Uh, Tim mentioned before we started today that he asked if it was okay if he kind of liked the movie. How many other people had that feeling? I kind of liked it, Chris. I guess I kind of liked uh, like a few parts. I could like tell that I was not hating it, but no, I I thought it was pretty boring. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would watch this again over anything that we've seen. Like, if it was like, okay, you can see any any of the movies that we've seen already one more time, it'd probably be this one. I mean, in general, I, I, I think most of the movies we've watched have been more fun than the books. I mean, I, like, I don't think there's been a movie yet that we've watched where, like, man, I would love to reread the book and rather than having to watch it, right? Maybe read and weep, or High School Musical. <laughs> I'd like to see what they did there. Wait, yeah. you'd, you'd like to read the book of High School Musical? Yeah, I think I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see... Just give me the, the, the I guess, the... The sheet music? It's got the sheet music. You have to hum your own songs. (laughs) I'm not sure that exists. So one of the things you mentioned, you mentioned Uma Thurman, Chris, which is like... That was a big shocker. She's like a star. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, see, Uh, like you can take a a long and storied career and throw them in a movie that's otherwise mediocre. It adds a little bit of excitement. Actually, the supporting cast was pretty solid. I mean, we got Pierce Brosnan also as a pretty fun centaur. A- Pierce Brosnan was terrible, you guys. No, it was great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pierce Brosnan, he's like, I want to sound dignified, and I don't want to be exactly like every other role I played, so I'm just going to talk in a breathy voice. <laughs> Hello, no, it's great. I'm just going to, I'm being Pierce Brosnan. have to train you. I think, no, I, I think it was like some, some women's fantasy. It was like, all right, I'm Pierce Brosnan, except I have like six pounds more of hair, more hair, and I have extra set of legs. <laughs> Who's, wait, wait. There's there's some fantasy for that. There must be. That's why I did it. I think we're thinking? all dancing around the horse penis. I mean, <laughs> I think it's not he's even got a horse like, penis. I want <laughs> Remington Steel, but with a horse cock. I think. Can we yeah. Do that? This is not yeah, the first that's... time I've ever danced around a horse cock. I'm not afraid to. Admit <laughs> <laughs> Chris, that might have been the more likely fantasy, but I'm not saying there wasn't one who also just wanted six more pounds of hair and two legs. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. That's well, fucking weird. No, it's, no, it's a woman who has like who doesn't have a car but doesn't want to walk to work and it gets cold, oh. so wants to have hair around her. What? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have I'm I'm totally ambivalent about the Pierce Brosnan cameo. So so I need one of you one of you to convince me. Well, he just sucked. 
I don't. I don't. It's not <laughs> I don't convincing. That's for staying your original point. <laughs> no, my, my. I mean, like Pierce Brosnan. Normally, right when there's when there's known actors from you know things we like or something like that, they'll you know they're in there with a sense of humor or they're in there and they they bring their gravitas. And I think Pierce Brosnan, his breathy voice and his whole just like demeanor was trying to reach for gravitas that he just doesn't didn't have in the movie. And I just found him you know annoying for that lack. What did you so. think, Jim? I thought his gravitas was fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it didn't piss me off. I got a, I got a line of dialogue. Ezra, go, yeah. To, to add to him. Yeah. All right. So one reason why it might have kind of been a little awesome is Pierce Brosnan, I think, realizes he's in a crappy movie and has active disdain for, for the movie, <laughs> um, which, which makes me like it. So this, uh, one line he has at the end is, um, keep moving, keep moving, don't lose interest, one foot in front of the other, and before you know it, you're running. <laughs> He's just like, fuck these kids I have to deal with. They suck. <laughs> there's a lot of crossover between him as uh, as a horse man and him as an actor surrounded by, you know, pipsqueaks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, hold on a second. And he's I... telling the audience, run away from this film you've yeah, just this... seen. Yeah. This one foot in front of the other. Now you're running. Anytime, <laughs> anytime an actor looks at, the, looks at the camera and says, don't lose interest, I get the impression that they're not really stoked to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on a second. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I I didn't realize this before, but I, I, fuck Pierce Brosnan. Isn't he like? Isn't he just the worst James Bond ever? Isn't that all he's done? No, you think he's the worst? What about Dalton? I like Dalton. Really? Oh, I like Dalton. You're yeah, the guy. Like, yeah. Oh, over. I, I like Dalton too. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy. <laughs> You're the guy who's not Dalton and likes Dalton. <laughs> Chris likes him too. You guys are I so like Dalton too. And for what it's worth, I don't like anything. I know. I know. That's what's <laughs> No, I hate late Roger Moore. I think late Roger Moore is the worst. <laughs> okay, so right, so he, so he's on the short list for worst James Bond ever. That's an important Pierce Brosnan tangent. Right. So so the supporting cast was good. There were some attractive boobs to look at. Also, it's an improvement on the book because it shares almost nothing in common story-wise. <laughs> There's just a very, very small connection in that they're gods somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like, they really did just rewrite all of it, and in a much more interesting fashion, I thought. Yeah, there's there's some streamlining that happened. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, one of the things that was nice is that instead of just instead of the general journey of, we're going on our way, oh shit, it's a monster out of nowhere, instead it's like, I have to go to this place... Of course, there'll be a monster guarding some treasure that I need. Yeah, absolutely. That was a that was way better. The journey wasn't let's get to L.A. It's let's get to L.A. and pick up these pearls along the way. Yeah, exactly. We have to stop along the way on purpose instead of just random truck stop that has a monster in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a different. That's what different the book. book was like. Yes, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and importantly, the most important thing about I think the change in story about the the transit is that. In the book, they're 12, so they have to hitchhike in the backs of semis, and, you know, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, they find a truck conveniently at their first stop, and they're able to take it mostly <laughs> there until they trade it in for a Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They steal a truck, and then they steal a Maserati, which is way more fun. <laughs> I was just wondering, though, the mileage on the Maserati must have been pretty rough, you know, right? Like, the ones that, like, fill up every, like, 10 miles or so. <laughs> yeah, but you can get from Vegas to, to L.A. in a Maserati on one tank, can't you? Chris, speaking I from experience. Yeah, let's all sit around and speculate about all the Maseratis we've driven and remember. Uh, that, one, that one had the tires underinflated, so I don't really know if that's fair. <laughs> <laughs>
guys, I, I have a segment for you all. Oh, good. Name that factual error. So, guys, <laughs> there, uh, there are three minor to major factual errors in this that, that you guys can all try to guess. There's only three? That I know. <laughs> all right, there, I'm There's sure there gods are... and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, given that... So, so, so. I'm pretty sure there's not even one god. So, <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you're disbelief is unsuspendable. I love that. <laughs> Wait a second. This didn't happen. Hold on. <laughs> they appeared way bigger than they were in real life when I saw them on a movie screen. That can't be right. This documentary is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aside from the idea that gods may or may not be real, given what we know about the world and given also Greek mythology in general, there were three things that they fucked up. Well, 12-year-old Chris, what do you know? Um, 12-year-old Chris is a lot older now and may have forgotten much of it. Okay. We'll you see. can also guess. Now, okay, so I haven't really studied mythology ever, so I haven't even had the opportunity to forget this. So, guessing from nothing, I'm going to say, uh, in original Greek mythology, a pearl was able to bring two people back <laughs> if you're sitting on someone else's shoulders. Um, <laughs> I, I'm... I'm determined. Okay. <laughs> I think I got one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's written in some Greek mythology that even if you look at Medusa through the reflection of an iPhone, <laughs> she still turns you to stone. That's an iPod. I'm touch, pretty sure I read that. Yes, oh, totally. it was an iPod touch. Yeah. Well, an iPod, iPod touch. touch, then she might you might be okay, but it specifically says. <laughs> Through an iPhone, yeah. <laughs> she will turn you to stone. Don't that's try. That's a good catch. I, I I thought that was a little wank, weird when I when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's one of them. What are the other? What's the other one? <laughs> Chris, you want to take a swing at this? Okay. Well, yeah, why don't you just tell us? Because there's there's. Too know, give, much give us a hint. Give us a hint. Yeah. Give us a hint. Okay. It's about uh, the hell wench. Oh, was Ooh. it about? It's about Persephone. She was a lesbian. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if she was a lesbian or not. Man, so I might be right over and over and over again, and you're just a bad judge. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Can, it's really. Can you guess the ones that I found? For what it's worth, I'm kicking ass at this game. It's just that no one knows it. Yeah. Was it that Poseidon clearly had a T-shirt tan? <laughs> that was it. Well done. <laughs> Nailed it. Wait, uh, well, the, the thing that was weird about Persephone was, uh, she totally kicked her husband's ass in this movie. The crazy thing, though, is when she did it. Because it was during spring. Persephone oh, was oh, during spring. She should have been out She's... of hell. Yeah. Now, the, I, that, was that the one you caught? Cause that's the one I caught. I wouldn't have known that if they hadn't mentioned it in the book. But... Yeah. yeah that's, that's part of the dealio. Oh, I didn't even realize it was supposed to be springtime. Well, no, because they said it was oh, leading before up the to solstice. The, before that's the solstice. That's right. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was You're kind absolutely... of a lot in the spring. Yeah. Look um, at the brains on these kids, huh, Tim? Wow, man. I'm completely impressed. Okay, so the other one. <laughs> I uh, am. Athena took a vow of chastity. Definitely was not having any kids. So uh, Annabeth, the, No, Artemis had a vow of chastity, dude. Athena, Athena also was maiden. Did something happen in your life recently, Ezra, where you were like, I want people to know how smart I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad about everything, Alex. I'm not comfortable being the funniest one on this podcast. It's important that everyone else know that I also can fucking lay down the knowledge. <laughs> There's no you way should, we're like, episode. solve murders or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're being underutilized. Like... Tim's right. This is some serious fucking sleuth shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
you guys talked about it in the one about the book, but I didn't read the book. I did like how the ADHD was just a symptom of his combat reflexes yeah. as a god. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. So that all the kids who like watch this, who've been branded with ADHD or, you know, whatever, can watch this movie and go, it's not that I'm deficient in some way. It's that I'm a god. And I thought that was awesome. The world is <laughs> you know? deficient for not supplying me adequate battle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Exactly. Speaking of battle, man, that uh, capture the flag was whack. Yeah, I was wondering. What I have is, does anyone here know how to play capture the flag? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, it was weird because I really enjoyed the capture the flag. I was like, this is fucking violent. Yeah, <laughs> they're. There's flags, but mostly they just line up and stab each other. Yeah, yeah, and then when he actually he like he gets like hella cut, or he goes to the water, he gets healed, and then he like you know beats down everyone, and then he just stands next to the flag and assumes he won. That's not what capture the flag is. <laughs> and you gotta run back. Anyway, and you back. you gotta go in prison until a girl sneaks up and tags you back, and then you get free backsies. Yeah, right. And you can make like maybe like a, a chain like you know stretching from prison to like other places, but like that's. <laughs> This is not the right rules, guys. You're fucking And it also, up. where was jail? Where were the push-ups after you get gutted? By the end, right, so the whole thing about Annabeth is in the book, she was always, like, Percy's friend. But in this one, it's... They're enemies. She's the girl on the other side of the, you know, on the other team who's kicking ass and he finally, you know, beats her to get the flag. And like she says this thing halfway through the movie where she's like, I know that because of our bloodlines, I feel really strongly about you. I don't know which way it is, whether I really hate you or really like you. And by the end of the movie, we still don't know. And I thought that ambiguity was, you know, nice, I guess. Really? You don't think we knew? I think we knew. They got to do that really hot girl sword fighter thing where, where you fight and it's clear that you're just you're flirting, but you're also flirting with danger. Yeah, right. My my, my note here is Annabeth is a DTF. Um, what is DTF? Oh, down to fuck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> really? Do people say that? I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, I thought. I guess I'm always suspecting that people are in it for the long con. she she would take this playfulness all like they would they would be making out like shirts off and then she would pull out a knife and stab him actually it's kind of funny because like at the end the real big reveal is like luke is evil and would have been great if it was just like one after the other like grover's like haha i and like stabs luke wait no i was the evil one and then like (laughs) annabeth comes out and stabs grover i was the evil one and then like (laughs) oh wait we've all been playing on the same team this whole time (laughs) we oh i thought you looked familiar from the evil meetings (laughs) oh man this is like a game of mafia gone horribly horribly wrong (laughs) wait so there are no townspeople here oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's awesome (laughs) they wouldn't stab each other they would pull out the knife and then elbow each other in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for the triumphant return of our movies only feature lightning bonus round. 
bonus round. Lightning bonus round. For those of you who are new to lightning bonus round, it's like the rest of our show, but we have to go much faster. The jokes have to be faster, and as soon as somebody says lightning bonus round, your joke is over. <laughs> who would like to begin? I would like to begin. <laughs> So I liked viewing this movie through the lens of Percy Jackson as a junior action hero. Like, he wants to be in adult action movies, but he's still too young. So, like, when he cuts off Medusa's head, he does the typical action hero defeats the bad guy pun, and he goes, heads up! <laughs> yeah. And that's such a bad pun for that. But it felt like, it was it was awesome, because it felt like he was, like, he'd watched adults, and he was, like, trying to mimic their puns, but he just didn't have the verbal acuity yet. <laughs> His, his pun muscle was underdeveloped. <laughs> yeah, he just, he did, you know, I, I think the Latin name for that muscle is David Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled my Caru the other day. I was trying too hard. <laughs> I, well, I, and then the picture would be like when they're out in the camp, there's like one group of kids that are sword fighting, and the other groups are like, okay, uh, your suggestion is cow. You just killed the bad guy, and he's a cow. And then they're like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go find an utter bad guy. That's pretty good. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. So in the Lotus Casino, I was actually really bummed it was a Maserati because why the hell wasn't it a Lotus? That would have been beautiful tie-in, Chris. Because then they would have had to eat it. They were the Lotus. Weren't the Lotus drivers? Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. There was another sexy moment in this. There was a uh, the graduate moment. Yeah. Where they they're in the museum and Mrs. Dodds is like, "Hey Percy, I need to talk to you in this other room." And Percy gives her this, uh, "Are you hitting on me, Mrs. Dodds?" Look, and it, <laughs> and then she turns into like a bat person and tries to kill him. But it was fun for a moment. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a pretty good way of, of going with the with the graduate, also. You know, it's like, are you trying to seduce me, Mr. Robinson? Nope, trying to eat you because you're. <laughs> no, where is the lightning bolt? <laughs> yeah. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. The other graduate moment was just the first time we see Percy. He's underwater, just like the first time we see Dustin Hoffman in the graduate. He's underwater in the pool, just kind of like hanging bumming out. out. Yeah, hanging out down in the water. And I was, I, you know, I actually wrote down the graduate. Nice. Is such a better movie. (laughs) (laughs) You tricked me by reading slowly. (laughs) Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, When they first are on the boat ride to hell, there's all this junk floating around them. Uh, There's like clocks and necklaces and watches and shit just floating. And they ask the boatman what that is. And he's like, oh, that's people's hopes and dreams. And uh, I thought that was awesome because I just bought somebody's hopes and dreams from a, an antique shop a couple weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> now I know what it means. At first, I thought it was just a cool watch on a chain, but well, that person always wished they were a watch. <laughs> yeah, what boring hopes and dreams were these that are flutter? <laughs> Didn't say they're good ones. Everybody here was like, oh, I always wanted to be a clock radio. Fuck. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. I like how like four minutes after he saw his mother get crushed by a giant monster and he went into the camp, you know, and the next day uh, he uh, sees the girl and he completely forgets about his mom. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not, he doesn't have nightmares about it. He's just like, Oh, my mom's dead. My mom's gone. Whatever. Hey, she's pretty. Yeah, like All right. Nice. Which I thought was very honest. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about young adolescence. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning bonus so, round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, so there, there's a part in the camp early on in the movie that was not in the book where uh, Hades shows up in their campfire 
And we mentioned this earlier, where he starts throwing fire around everywhere. But, like, so he explodes out of the fire, and then these fireballs go flying all through this dry pine forest. And I really wanted, when, when Satan explodes out of the fire, I wanted Smokey the Bear to show up and just start punching him in the face. What the fuck is wrong? Or Smokey the Bear shows up and it's like, you shall not pass! <laughs> uh, lightning bonus lightning round. round. After we meet the uh, Grover, the satyr, he says that, uh, he's like, you're a goat. And he's like, no, well, satyr is the politically correct term, but he was also a man whore. So I thought maybe satyr was just the polite way of calling somebody a whore. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna try that out and see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> you were acting kind of like a satyr last night. <laughs> so you're hooking up with all of Aphrodite's daughters. <laughs> I'm such a satyr for apple teenies. <laughs> <laughs> you're an unintentioned satyr, maybe. <laughs> uh, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. All right, well, I, uh, that has brought us to the end of the show, so we need one more compliment about this movie, and then we'll be done. We go in the reverse order now, so Tim, you will be first in the minor compliment round. Okay. <laughs> Dramatic pause was, was the parentheses there. <laughs> I liked Pierce Brosnan's Gravitas. <laughs> I thought he did an excellent job, and... Uh, <laughs> I'd love to write him to work every day. You are his official apologist. If we ever meet Pierce Brosnan, I'm going to be the only one who doesn't have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> I'm pumped on that. <laughs> if, if we were all in a group, we run into Pierce Brosnan, he's going to be like, Hey, Tim, you know, I really appreciate you looking out for me when other people were talking shit behind my back. And he just walks away. <laughs> no problem, Pierce. How about we ride on the jet? Wait, I no, dude. I think you were right in the middle of the pack as far as James Bond's go. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Wait, so he's like, like, like above Dalton and like between half of more. Is that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I he's in there somewhere. That makes it Ezra's. Turn? I think so. Okay, so <laughs> something that was kind of nice is that uh, Percy's mom keeps on getting like invisibly blocked from entering places because like, <laughs> she's mortal, and it's yeah. kind of kind of like the idea of like her playing that one up whenever she didn't want to do anything with Percy. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I can't like, hey, make your bed for you today, man. Uh, mortal. So. Like, oh, I, I want to go to your room, but I just, ah, can't get through the door. It's just all, all half God. Like, oh, sorry, Percy. Can't go see your play. It's, it's just, can't, oh, I can't fit through this doorway. Sorry. Uh, but in that mom, theater. other humans are going to see my swim. Oh, I'm special. I'll see you yeah. later. Have a good one. I love you. Bye. <laughs> You're breaking up. <laughs> I'm really into someone saying, I can't hear you, you're breaking up in person. Like, not on the phone. <laughs> I can't hear you, you're breaking up. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then just walk away. Yeah. Well, she did break up that one time. She turned into pixie dust. So. Yeah, she did. Her? I can't hear you, I'm turning into pixie dust. <laughs> All right, my for my my minor compliment. When people shoot the lightning bolt, which Luke does and also Zeus does, I don't know if you guys noticed this. It was very subtle, but it was awesome. When they when they hold the lightning bolt and it shoots lightning, there's recoil on it. Mm, yeah. When they hold the lightning bolt, their shoulder gets thrown back a little bit, and I thought that was a really awesome modernization of the old lead. Because in the in the lead in the myth, myths, right? Zeus like tosses the lightning bolts. Yeah. Yeah, like spears. Every yeah, he's gonna yeah. throw it all like a spear, and 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 now it's a fucking automatic with a with a lot of kick to it. 
<laughs> it was like the Mac 10 of lightning bolts. Yeah, what a, what a solid I like somebody on the production staff and it was probably like one guy and this was 90% of his contribution to the movie but was like, "Oh man, we need to make sure there's some recoil on it. We need to make sure he gets kicked." That's awesome. What a great notice. Yeah, that's enough for yeah. a credit for him. I would love to see this movie remade except, you know, by Tarantino and like Samuel Jackson could be Groder. <laughs> like the entire movie could be really violent and fucked up and in unnecessary sections. And and in some sort of random order time. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I would totally be into this movie. Chris Walken is saying how he put that lightning bolt up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) I kept that uncomfortable hunk of electrons up my ass. (laughs) I'd be damned if someone's going to rob you of your birthright. Uh, So I'll wrap up the compliments, I guess. Please do. Yeah. So uh, the thing that I like most uh, is that this movie instills a great respect for casino staff. Uh, (laughs) And what I mean by that is that they're in the Lotus Casino, and really nothing's preventing them from taking the pearl or not eating another lotus flower or hanging out where they want to hang out. Except for there's this guy with an earpiece who's standing and telling them that they should probably move along. <laughs> or that the waitress is, well, they insist, so, you know, I guess I'll have another drink. It's it's really good, and I think that it would encourage more people to, to gamble and have a great time at America's second biggest industry. <laughs> What's the first? Uh, whores. Ah, <laughs> whores, yes. And whores light. <laughs> All the taste, not a show. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, well... Uh, it is time to wrap up. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to an, uh, episode 34 of Read It and Weep. We're going to be back at you next week. Next week, we're going to do something that's a little strange. We are going to be watching Alice in Wonderland, the new Tim Burton film. And the reason for this is because I originally was hoping to like it, and then I've seen trailers and, and read reviews, and now I think I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. But history has taught me that if I'm watching it for the podcast, I will like it more because I'm expecting crap. So... <laughs> Well, we're, not, we're not doing this to try to put the movie down. We're doing this to try to make it seem better in the moment. So if you'd like, go out and pay $16 and watch it in 3D along with us, and then we will, uh, and we will talk about it next week. So in the meantime, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, Chris and Ezra, as always. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will have you again back again soon. Yay. Yeah, Tim. All right. That was fun. Yeah, I had, I had a good time. All right, so... Uh, uh, yeah, we'll talk to everybody later. <laughs> it was Final Destination 3, everybody! Hey! <laughs>